Okay, everyone, uh, welcome to this episode of Heavily Biased Guitar Reviews. Uh, Joel and I, as Alex speaking, will be interviewing Alan Liu uh, about his concert next Saturday for the Guitar Society, featuring himself and his brother, Brayden. Uh, I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors for the Guitar Society, Lockheed Engineering, and a new sponsor we just brought on, Transoft Solutions. Uh, if you would like to learn more about becoming a sponsor of the Guitar Society, please go to www.vancouverguitar.org and there's a link at the top called Get Involved and you can find a lot more info about all sorts of things there. And then also try following us on social media, on the Instagram and the Facebook in particular, if you aren't doing that already. So uh, welcome, Alan. How are you doing today? Hey, Alec. Great to be here. I'm doing well. Um... I'm very excited for the concert, and I know Brain is very excited for the concert also. I'm sorry he can't be here. He's still at school, so he doesn't get off for another hour or so. But great to be here. Great to see you both. Um, yeah. So for people who are just uh, sort of aren't as in deep in the guitar scene here locally as uh, Joel and, and I and some of the other volunteers, uh, a little bit of background info is that Alan actually grew up in, in Vancouver and has been a part of the Guitar Society for many years. Um, and so that's something that makes uh, this upcoming concert extra special for myself. Uh, do you kind of remember how old you are when you first started doing things with the Guitar Society? I think I was around eight or nine, around nine when I first um... wow began you know playing little in open mics in vcgs so that must have been 10 maybe 11 years ago awesome i hope all the parents of my nine-year-old students are making notes right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and to put it into perspective you just celebrated a birthday i saw right just a few days ago right so so how old are you now man i am 20 so this will be my first uh, first concert after turning 20. All right. I'm no longer even a teenager. I don't know, Alan. Yeah. I'm starting to think you might just be getting over that ill now. You know, uh, getting a little old there, bud. Yeah. Well, you just, you just got old enough to drink in Canada to go out for a beer after the concerts, and then you moved That's to the, right. the study. <laughs> but, but, I, but I guess but I guess you've still been in, in Vancouver most uh, like a lot of this time during, because of COVID, right? Right. So after sort of uh, COVID hit North America, school was moved online and then I came back to Vancouver. So I've been here for, you know, over in a year and a half. They actually gave us an option to return to school um, in September, but I chose to stay because it just it just made more sense. You know, the, the one of the buildings were under renovation and some things were still being worked out. So I chose to stay for full semester. Great, but I I know from our, our previous conversations that you plan to go back uh, in January, correct? Right. Um, once you know, uh, after the New Year's and after Christmas, I'll be here for another few days, and then I'll head back to, to Philly. Yeah, and that's to go to the the Curtis Institute of Music for people who 
uh, don't know where back is from. I, I realize I should probably give like a little bit more background information when I'm talking to someone I know personally. <laughs> we'll we'll get around to it. We can uh, we can let the audience uh, piece together the puzzle. You know they're smart, right? I mean they listen to classical music, so they're making they're obviously making good choices. That's a good point, Joel. Joel always brings in the good perspective. <laughs> so so I'm, uh, I'm a sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. you go ahead, Joel. I've been yeah, talking yeah, lots. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little curious because uh, you, you're you're in your third year now, technically, or fourth year. Fourth year. Okay, so you you had a few years there. You had your 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 difficult the first two years of all the theory and everything like that already sort of under your belt before all this uh, tragedy began to unfold. So like, I don't know much about the Curtis Institute. Like, I as as a guitarist, I know a bunch of people from like. Other universities, right? Like people from the states and like Texas or or whatever, or like here and McGill and, and U of T. But like Curtis is sort of like not a place that I hear much from. So I I don't know if you you have any sort of like perspective on like is it is it really like a lot different there? Do you think or mm -hmm. or what? Well, you know, Curtis is a very small school. They. I think they try not to exceed 180 students any given year. Hmm. So usually that's around 20 to new, 50 new students in the entire, like new students per year for the entire school. Right. That's piano, that's orchestral instruments, that's voice, that's guitar, art, percussion, you know, all of that, 20 to 50 new students per year. And the guitar department, um, you know, led by David Starobin and Jason Vio, has only been around for... 10 or 10 years, 10 years. And mm -hmm. we've only had, I think it was 11 students in total. I think I'm around eighth or, or ninth thereabouts. So it's a very small school, very, very small department. Um, there are only three guitar students enrolled right now. Um, so yeah, very, very small department. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. So in a way you're kind of uh, a path setter at that school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, cool thing about Curtis is that it's tuition free. So once you get in, you don't have to worry about paying for for, for the school. Of course, it's just a, a miracle uh, to get in in the first place. So <laughs> like, uh, yeah, there's so there's three of you. OK, cool. Um, that's got to be a very, very uh, close knit group then. Or maybe you guys spend all your time in the practice room and so you don't actually know each other at all. We uh, we get to know each other pretty well. I mean, we all sort of live close by. I mean, we because we've only had we only have 170 students a year. Um, most of the students actually live in one building. So there mm -hmm. is the old building, which is currently under renovation, and then the new building is where classes and rehearsals and you know like lessons take place. It's also where the dormitory and cafeteria are located. So everything, especially for this year, has been happening in one building. So 90 students all live together. They take classes, lessons, and you know, they rehearse and perform together. So uh, you know, usually we'd, we'd get to know each other pretty well. Cool. Um, do you guys, so at a school that's small, I imagine you still have, do you still do like, I don't know anything about Curtis. Do you guys still have like uh, orchestral programs and that sort of thing? Yeah. 
Um, there is the student orchestra, which I believe is mandatory. Um, yeah, that normally they perform like year round. They'd have you know, repertoire every year and then, uh, you know, they go off to performances in, in the Philly area and I think they go on tour as well. So there's that. I, I was actually in the, uh, the Curtis Opera Theater just playing a part in the uh, Barbara Seville, so I got to experience oh, nice. that, that rehearsal <laughs> and performance setting. Uh, I did that with the I did that with the VSO, uh, <laughs> not the VSO, the yeah, the Vancouver BBC Opera. Or, oh, oh, no, the Vancouver okay. Opera, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool, cool. It's actually a different experience to apply when you're when you have to watch a conductor and also pay attention to the singers. Mm. Yeah, it's hard for a guitarist, right? Like we don't. Right. I mean, I had a I had a bit of a background in like high school band, but it's not even like the same conducting style or anything because it's like concert band, right? Right. It's yeah. like very, it felt very different. <laughs> yeah, I had a I because I played with the like recently with the UBC student orchestra. This was like Kurt a Kurt Vile uh little thing so it was like with a wind band basically and it took me a while to sort of like be able to like key into just like the rhythm of that but that wasn't even with singers so uh different so that's that's good though so you managed to get your like uh, you probably had like a large ensemble credit you had to get or something eh? and you were able to just fill it just kind of strumming away in the barbara seville barbara seville and also we have a guitar croton or it was a guitar quartet and it will be a trio <laughs> yeah. this year. Um, uh, but that, because of COVID, was, you know, it was sort of postponed for the second and third year. Um, and then on top of that, when I was back at school, uh, I would play chamber music together with other students, violinists, singers, you know. Of course. That's exciting. Yeah. So um, we got a... Uh, we have a, a little bit of a shorter time to talk today. So I really wanted to touch on, um, you know, the fact that you just finished participating in the GFA and you placed fourth. And that was sort of one of the the reasons why we wanted to do this concert, because we just is so great seeing how well prepared you had all of this music. Um, but at the same time, uh, people watching should know that your program that you're going to do on Saturday is a little bit different uh than your gfa set so if people are if people uh in the city watched your live stream um of that which i think is still up right they can still go and watch that yes. uh don't expect that it's all, all going to be the same so maybe you can tell us a little bit about what you're going to be playing next weekend okay yeah um so i'll be swapping out some of the pieces um and then i'll be adding uh, a box suite and a bra and the Brower Sonata number one, um, just to mix it up, you know, because I know some people uh, have attended my concerts here in Vancouver before, and just wanted to bring something new. Uh, Brain's also playing some some new pieces. Uh, he's bringing in Chopin and Mendelssohn. Um, he'll be uh, keeping the Beethoven Sonata, but you know, some new uh, some new repertoire from both of us. That's very exciting. Yeah, awesome, awesome. I think I think it'll be cool for uh, the people in the Guitar Society to see like a uh, piano and guitar back to back too. Like <laughs> I I don't know how much of the guitar audience like typically goes out and watches some piano recitals, so that'll be 
fun to see how they react to that. It's, I mean, they're so, just like sonically so so different. It's interesting they right. share like some qualities too, though, right? Like the way the notes decay and oh yeah, in a way they're both really like almost like percussive instruments, right? You know, like pretending to be uh, melodic instruments, but <laughs> I do think of them as like quite similar, actually, right? You just have one that's like a lot bigger than the other one. <laughs> play like 10 yeah. notes at a time as opposed to only six yeah, yeah well the, also yeah that there's also though this like uh difference in in the flexibility uh, between like the piano and the guitar i mean both are like such idiomatic instruments you know yeah but you have you just it's funny like you just throw down like six open strings on like it's the same for like string like uh bowed instruments too right and suddenly that those open strings just like shape everything you do. <laughs> yeah. And I think brain, brain and I are quite different, like the, in, in the way that we, we express the way we play. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to see how it sort of blends, you know, like brain's playing the first half, I'm playing the second half. Uh, I wonder how that's going to affect the experience for the audience. How uh how did it come about that you ended up on guitar and Braden ended up on piano, if you don't mind me asking? Um funny enough, I actually studied piano for, for a number of years. And it was because uh when we when we got a piano teacher, it was originally for Brayden. I wasn't supposed to learn piano. But I think he Brain, you know, being very young, he was a little hesitant about, you know, studying piano and sort of chickened out last minute uh, during the first lesson. And then, so I had to fill in. And then I, I, think I did a few sessions before Brayden uh, finally agreed to you know, sit down and learn the piano with this piano teacher that we had. So that's why we, I learned piano. Um, but how did I learn guitar? I think it was because my personality, you know, when I was about five years old, was very kind of closed off. I wasn't interacting with people very well um and so my parents thought it would be a good idea for me to like pick an instrument that was you know going <laughs> right interesting way to put that yeah, classical, yeah. classical <laughs> guitar just comes to mind right yeah. <laughs> Actually, they wanted me to learn i think it was like rock or something but yeah right of course so it was like a couple of months before they they realized that i was learning the classical guitar and not rock or jazz or whatever it was probably tough to find a, a rock guitar teacher that's like any good <laughs> honestly too well maybe especially for like uh someone so young i mean right that's yeah. a yeah. five-year-old that's that's pretty young i have like you know i've taught guitar a long time and i've had a lot of young students and five is always a challenge for me mm -hmm. Uh, like, how did that work for you as a five-year-old? Did were your parents sitting in the lessons, or they were? And luckily, I had my first two teachers were very good. You know, the ones that I had in China, they were very um, supportive, and they knew how to deal with sort of younger students. And I remember specifically my first teacher. I would bring in like little drawings for him um, for every <laughs> lesson. So I think we had a pretty good relationship. Great. Do you, did you keep in touch with uh, any of your, like, or maybe now that you're an adult and you go back, do you get, have you had a chance to meet them again or see oh, them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes I see them when I head back for guitar festivals and I, I see them there. So it's always nice to, 
to, to, to re reunite and you know catch up on on, on, on things. Awesome. And then I, I know, uh, so you're in your last year of Curtis, what, what are your plans looking like uh, after you finish? Well, um, I will probably continue with grad school. Um, I can't specify which ones uh, at the moment because, you know, it's, it's, I haven't decided. And same goes through Brain. He's, he's finishing high school and he's going to be applying to colleges. Got some nice, nice offers with, with good scholarship, but again, um, he hasn't decided where he wants to go. Right. And then you'll continue with uh, doing the competitions and just performing and. Yeah, I think mostly performing for now, but maybe competitions, you know, when, when, there, when there's a suitable competition, I might uh, enter them. Do you have any like, uh, I guess, artistic uh, like things on the bucket list you really want, like maybe a, a certain piece you really want to perform or a certain, you know what I mean, a certain set of recordings you want to make? I'm kind of always curious to hear. Um, there are some pieces that I want to learn, um, not necessarily for like just performance, but just to learn them, to study them. Yeah, so, for yourself. Right. You know, because there is there is a lot large part of the repertoire that I'm not familiar with. And you know, to be a well-rounded guitarist and musician, it's like I, I kind of want to to learn them for myself. Um, as far as recordings or performances, no, I just want to be able to do as much as possible, especially with performances. Um, you know, play play wherever I can. Great. Um, did you have any other questions, Joel? I know we should probably start wrapping things up. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I have a busy day ahead of me. Um, I mean, you just you said something interesting just a second ago. You said uh, you'd, you'd wait for a, a suitable uh, competition to arise uh, before you think you'd want to go back. And can you just sort of like elaborate on what you mean by that? Yeah. Well, sometimes you know, like if there's if it doesn't make sense to travel to a competition where you know maybe it's too far or like the competition prize won't be able to cover um, some of those expenses, then I might not go um, or I might not consider it as seriously as, as some of the other ones. And also just like, you know, in terms of repertoire, like, is there a required, are there required pieces that I have to perform, you know, in order to enter this competition? That's something that I also have to take into consideration because sometimes they ask for pieces that I don't know, or maybe pieces that I haven't worked on for a while. So I might be more hesitant to enter those kind of competitions. Right. Sure. You know, it's not, you're not as likely to shine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what my, my girlfriend always says, you know, you should like pick things that like uh, make you shine, that bring out the best of what you have to offer. <laughs> right. So you're, you're not planning to become uh, like a sort of like touring competition rat then just sort of like always doing like the next competition. This is not what you're interested in. Eh? I don't think so. I think I'll yeah. still be entering competitions but maybe not as much as the other other players around um, mm -hmm. that have, you know, insane drive and, you know, they're, they're entering every competition. And I don't think, you know, you know, I have, I have studies to, to consider and, you know, time is always a factor to take into consideration. Of course, of course. Yeah, okay. I'm not, I'm not convinced that like that just being a super competition driven artist always makes you the most interesting artist anyway. So 
I, I like that you have a, a little bit more of that sort yeah, of more open-minded approach. It does. Definitely, you know, those that do enter a lot of competitions, they do get more opportunities to, you know, to, to advertise themselves, right? Like when they win a prize, it's like, it's good advertisement. And it's also good experience because competing on stage is quite different from just playing concert, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like that most of what I learned over, over like this year, for example, was making videos. When I made videos for myself, it's like I, I learned a lot about my own playing, about my own sort of problems and shortcomings. And because it's on video, it's like you can see exactly what you're doing and what you thought was working, but really isn't once you've heard it. So it's good. Right. It's a good experience, good learning tool. Nice. Cool. It's a great way to kick kickstart your, your career. Well, speaking of being uh, on video, your concert this uh, Saturday will also be live stream. So anyone listening uh, abroad, I know I saw some followers on the event from, I think, uh, from Toronto. Heather said, hi, wish I could be there. So, you know, if you're if you're listening, anyone in Toronto or uh, Curtis or whatever, you can totally buy a, a live stream for the event. Um, is there a place where people can find more info about you, Alan? Um, if you're on Facebook, you can check out you know, my, my, uh, my page or my profile, I sometimes update with my events on, on there. Awesome. Do you have a YouTube channel by chance? Not a public one. Not a public <laughs> one. Okay. Okay. Cause I saw you posting videos on your Facebook. So I was wondering where those were coming from, but okay. All right. So everyone check out Alan and check out uh, VancouverGuitar.org for tickets for Saturday. And then maybe we could do this again uh, after your concert sometime and your brother can join us and we can just uh, chill and reflect on how it went. Yeah, for sure. Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks for your time. Okay. Thanks you for listening, everyone. Bye-bye.